0: That's the cool sound of a Sierra Mist opening up. I know you heard that. Yeah, it's hot outside. I know it's hot outside, y'all. Get you a Sierra Mist Out there on a the basketball court, trying to get back into the game. Pop up with a Sierra Mist, and I swear you'll be right back into the game. You watching your kids do football and basketball tryouts, and you're sitting there dry, and you're thirsty. Get you a Sierra Mist, the best soda out there. Also, head to McDonald's. They got the best Sierra Mist out there. Real cool and crisp, and they're really good. I swear, the citrus, the lemon, the lime, you will not be disappointed. Go grab your Sierra Mist. It's hot out here, y'all. It's too hot. You don't want to fall out on the ground. Grab your Sierra Mist, and I swear, you will be okay.
1: And what's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode, episode number fifty-nine of that Respect the Combat podcast. And yeah, it's done as again. And for it, those, and for those wondering, this week, yeah, we're Trick and I decided to touch on the Super Bowl and NBA trades. But I think that may be the highest of all highs that we get. Granted, we're also. Rev- previewing UFC 271 and NXT Vengeance next week, but we've got to touch on piracy in the world, piracy versus Nintendo, Joe Rogan turning into Hulk Hogan in a sense, and the lack of diversity when it comes to coaching. So, and a whole lot more. So stay tuned.
2: We'll see y'all in three. And
1: what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another. And what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of that Respect the Combat podcast, episode number fifty-nine. My name is Mister Don S. King. With me, as always, is my co-host with the most, Mr. Trigo Fullerton. What's up? What's up, brother?
2: Getting ready for Super Bowl Sunday with them hamburgers, chicken wings, them pizza, them Doritos chips, and nachos. Why do you taunt me? <laughs> I can't touch half of that.
1: <laughs> and you know why personally and you taught me. Hey, man. That's what you've already got one strike because it's something we gotta touch on next week, and you wanna get a second one taunting me through my stomach. Hey man, that's what Super Bowl's about. You can't blame me. You
2: can't blame me. You can't blame me.
1: It's more about the halftime show, which yeah, but still, you know what's been going on in my life personally, and you taunt me
2: with that. Come on, man. Hey man, you gotta be like, hey, I can do this. Hey, get away! I can do this. I can do this. This Brett, wooza, wooza. Yeah, and
1: then my doctor's gonna be mad at me. Okay, <laughs> but let's. We so obviously we got the Super Bowl that we're gonna be touching on the mainstream. We got Olympic coverage and a whole lot more. So, yeah, let's just hop in these mainstream highlights. Shall we? Yeah. All right. So, obviously, the first topic is S- Super Bowl Sunday this weekend, with it being the Rams and the Bengals at Soul So, Rams got home field and home city advantage is crazy. Then, halftime is 90s. Hip hop and R plus Kendrick Lamar with Dr Dre, Eminem, Snoop, and Mary J.
2: But then also, of course, you have um, Sean uh, for for the the, uh, the deaf um, uh, the, uh, the 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 hip hop artist who, who you know who's deaf. He's going to be there, and then also Wild Warrens uh, Snipes is going to be there as well when they when when they all performing. Like uh, on the like uh, on the back, like on the like on the um uh, like the back side. Like uh, I'm going yeah. off
1: of who they mainly who they mainly showcased and advertised for the halftime show, and that's the list they gave. So I'm like, okay, Cool.
2: yeah, yeah, the Dre, Snoop, Eminem, A. J. Blaise, and Kendrick Lamar. They they headlined the show, but you know how sometimes like in the halftime show they always have like. Special guest appeared or like a backup uh, person, uh, with them and all all that stuff. Like,
1: I don't know how longer how COVID compliant that's going to be, but I I am intrigued.
2: Yeah, and so then we'll and then of course, um, for the um, we have a uh, country singer, uh, Mickey uh, Guyton. I don't know we pronounce her, but I pronounce her name, but uh, she is the first black uh, female country singer. To, to perform the National Anthem. And then, of course, you have um Mary Mary as well, b- b- performing as well, lift up every voice, uh, sing a uh, song. And then also, I uh, can't pronounce this person's name, eh, but this person will also we be doing the uh, the America the Beautiful as well.
1: Well, it's going to be interesting to see. I think everybody's more interested when it comes to the Super Bowl with the commercials and the halftime more than the teams. Because unless you're from LA or a longtime Bengals fan, yeah, okay,
2: yeah, I'll explain the uh, the, the commercials, the trailers on Technology News Talk. Uh, that's gonna be for another time, but um, this probably year- next
1: week's episode after everything airs.
2: Yeah, yeah, but this uh, Super Bowl will be aired not only on NBC but Peacock and Telemundo for all our Spanish fans out there as well.
1: Oh, you did not just say it's Aaron on Peacock. The free version or the
2: $10? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I think it's probably Premiere because you probably don't get the live version on the free. I I don't think. I don't think.
1: I hope so because that is basic cable and a non-pay-per-view. So, come on. If they do that, bruh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, but- I think it depends on which cable you got because if it, it like for example if you have like AT ATT U Verse you can watch it online. All you got to do is just uh just sign it into your account and then you can watch it on on NBC as well. So,
1: so it's it's all up to everybody who who and how they want to watch it. Yeah, so we'll see. And but that's, that's the good news with the NFL. I'm gonna kind of go in and lean in a little bit on after the Pro Bowl, which the AFC won 41 and 35 last week. That's the good with the NFL. Granted, the Dolphins hired former the Dolphins hired former offensive line coach Mike Dan Mike McDaniel for as head
2: coach. I don't know how that's gonna help, but uh, we'll see in that season. I don't, know, I don't know.
1: The Texans hired head, head assistant and defensive coach Lovey Smith as their official head coach. The Saints hired defensive coach, defensive coach Dennis Allen as their new head coach. All that being said, though, the NFL got called out for their lack of African American head coaches throughout the league. And I'll just put this in a stat. Out of the 32 teams, they've got seven African-American QBs. They've got less than seven African-American coaches. And for, the, and for those that aren't good at math, seven out of 32 is less than 25%.
2: Thoughts? Uh. I just wait. I just want to see how the, all these teams moving forward with the with the new coaches into the next season. That's my concern.
1: The on the lacker representation, on the lack of representation when it comes to coaching the league, what are your thoughts?
2: But um I don't know, man. Uh I think um we haven't seen a lack of, of black head coaches. So I don't know. Is social media going to complain about that being diversity, all that stuff? No. I
1: mean, Roger Goodell had to hold a press conference this week to discuss it.
2: Yeah. Cause if there's a lack of like, like diversity and stuff like that, you know, there's going to be a conference or there's going to be such a complaint on social media.
1: He already had it this week. Yeah, like he had that this week and got called out for it yeah. over the head coaching. And legit, I still remember the days when we were coming up in the 2000s when we had Tony Dungy and everybody leading the charge in the NFL. And I think that year when it was him and Lovey Smith coaching Colts Bears Super Bowl, which turned into a monsoon, was one of the only Super Bowls to have two black coaches. Mm. Because I don't even think all the years that Mike Tomlin was coaching the Steelers, he opposed another African-American head coach from the NFC. So, yeah, I think it's one of those things we kind of just got to, let play out, but something we really have to discuss going back to the Saints for a second and what Dennis Allen is going to have to deal with. One of his running backs, Alvin Kamara got arrested with assault and battery. Charged with assault and battery.
2: Like, Why you had to go and do that? Go and do that.
1: Did you happen to see any Info on the case or any inf- like footage
2: on it. No, I just uh I just think like if you do anything the the just to jeopardize your career, I'm like that's just uh just stupid. Just stupid.
1: Oh, we're talking about the nuts in a minute, so trust me.
2: Yeah. But yeah, but but that was just uh, that was just crazy and stupid.
1: In a way, in a minute, means now. Because the Nets ended up finally getting the James Harden trade. So, the Nets are trading Harden and Millsap to Philly for Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round draft picks. And, okay. All... Also, this just in, the Suns, the Pacers are trading Jalen Smith and a second-round draft pick for Torrey Gregg, which after they dropped Sabonis to the Kings for Tyrese Burton, Buddy Hale, and Tristan Thompson, bruh, Pacers making moves. For the future, but a lot of fans are kind of triggered at one the trades because they don't want the Kardashians in what's now Banker's life.
2: I mean, if, if you think about it, um, from wait, first off, for, for James Harden to, to the 76ers, I mean, they got a good team so far, and um, I think they're like number five right now in the conference, uh, for, for this year. But um, next year we'll be a um, we'll be You're talking about
1: Philly right now, right?
2: Yeah, Philly right now, uh, right now. Let I'll me, get to the other one. I'll second. pull that up right now. Yeah,
1: I'll pull it up. You go ahead. Keep talking.
2: Yeah, I'll get again. uh But James Harden in Philly, that could be something for for next year, uh, next season. But right now, they they're still in the uh, in a good spot right now. And then for the Pacers, that they go definitely have a good t- uh, a good season next year uh because they they definitely need somebody they like way at the bottom right now. And I don't want to be too offensive but uh but next year uh, they're definitely going to have a good team next year. with so uh, uh along with the 7 sisters.
1: You were about to get strike 3 already.
2: Let, I I don't want to say too offensive right now, but the, but with uh, with the new Just uh, cuz
1: you got the number 1 seated, you are a part of fan and so work with the number 1 seed in Miami Heat. And my Pacers are 13th right now in the East. Don't mean nothing. And I'll say this. The Sixers are fifth in the East right now. Yeah. With the other team that really profited from this, which would be, um, let's see, these three trades would be, yeah, I think it's just. The Nets, the big one that got affected, which right now, they are, ooh, they're not even top 15. Oh, yeah, they are. My bad. They are bubble eighth. My bad. I cannot read Google.
2: Yeah, I think the with the whole drama situation we go, with Kyrie Irving and the, the old COVID shot thing, I think that's just too much. I think, Yeah,
1: that's why I was like, you traded – Harden, and Millsap, and you're still going to deal with Kyrie. Mm. That's where I'm like, yeah, okay, you're done. as Your season, like, yeah, you're eighth right now, getting ready to go into the All-Star break pretty soon, but, bruh, y'all are about to – oh, Lord, it is game over, and I am sorry, and I am sorry for any nonsense. It is game over.
2: But well, hold is up. If if Seth Curry and Andre Drummond can get, get help out um, Kevin Durant, then they, they could go somewhere. But uh, but until then... You still have to
1: make up for Kyrie and now James?
2: Well, Ky- Ky- Kyrie is a, a bunch of crap. And Durant needs help. He's going to need help. He's going to
1: need help. I know, because like I said, one of your, all- one of your all-stars, because he's choosing not to be smart and consider his livelihood and his career because he over a vaccine and don't get me started. He's choosing more like mindset over career and affecting like a franchise. And yet the franchise has not canceled him and yet canceled him out for that yet when he can't play half the games. And yet the All-Star game and All-Star break is next weekend.
2: No. Oh I, yeah, we'll get to that in the um in the next episode. We'll
1: get to that. Not necessarily. We'll talk about I don't want to say we'll touch on it fully. I'll just say, "Hey, here's the All-Star game and we'll touch on it." The Basically, our first episode, no, we'll talk about it on our episode 61 during, like, the recap. Because I don't want to spend too much time All-Star, Pro Bowl, all that. Because there's really nothing unless a lot of players get hurt than just a stats junkie.
2: Yeah, because, um, like...
1: I wish... For um, is more important important for the NBA one than the NFL because the NFL just picks wherever for the Super Bowl. If you if your conference wins the All Star game, you get home court throughout the NBA Finals. That's what it should be, but that has not happened yet. Which that's why nobody really watches the All Star game and barely watches the dunk contest anymore. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but um after the star game, after the All-Star weekend, that's when everybody needs to start get up their wins uh, if they want to get again into the into the playoff season.
1: Cuz when are they start when's the last game of the se- last like set of games for the season, April or May this year? April. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. I need to look into that and update the calendar on that bad boy. But wow, yeah,
2: because yeah, because after April, that's when the playoff uh, uh, tournament starts and Play-in then tournament,
1: and yeah. then the actual playoff switch. Bro, that's the only way. I don't like that format, but I understand it from a business standpoint because so many people are not going to watch the Pro Bowl, are not going to watch the certain parts of the season because our team is pretty much metha- medically out of playoff contention. Like, for me, and I'm going to use the Pacers as an example because Indiana Pride, no offense, Hawks fans, I grew up there. Hey, Grant. Just don't come for me. And yet the Hawks, I'm looking at this. Oh, yeah. Y'all got us by three seeds, so I can't talk. Three seeds and seven wins. I'm not going to say nothing. But, yeah, it's more so whoever ends up in those bottom four seeds is in contention. So I'm like, bro, what's what's the fun of it for the fans just to be like, it's dire. But if you like, say for instance, those ratings during the last like two, three weeks of the two weeks of the NFL season, if they didn't do this whole play in tournament, the ratings would be atrocious for the NFL. And same with the NF NBA, like those last two, three, weeks of the nba season it'll be atrocious because people if they know their team's not gonna make it are not watching i know i'm not Mm. so yeah that's just where i think and unfortunately that is a true statement about us in society what we watch if our team's not in there Not really, not really, unless you're really into the sport. So, yeah, I do agree that – I agree, but I disagree with the whole play-in tournament because I think it just makes the playoffs – stretches them out and makes them a bit more confusing. But I'm here for the fact of more interest in the actual games. Late season. Oh, moving – on as umpire joe west has retired after 5460 mlb games nuts on huh? yeah and then before i touch on let's touch bring it up don't with them for the most part, I'm gonna kind of sprinkle everything in, cause now let's touch on the Olympics, and oh boy, oh boy, current standings right now, and it's kind of funny. The and I'm just gonna say not full medal descriptions, but leading the pack is Austria with 13 medals, medal placements.
2: But Jer- but Germany has the most gold medals though.
1: No, I, I never said we're talking individual placements right now. Let me just finish. So you've got Austria with 13, you've got Norway at 12 per second. Then and you've got
2: and Canada 12. Canada got 12 too.
1: They they did not update.
2: Yeah, the way they um they do the uh the medals they just go by whoever got the most uh gold medals they don't count like no
1: most medal most top 3 placements cuz yeah. canada's why i didn't see them and i didn't like show all mine cuz canada's got the most bronze medals at 3 at 7 yeah that's how they're placed for second tied for second even though they are nowhere near Top of the heat when it comes to gold medals, and I think like how that how this just worded it was just oh, yeah, we're just gonna list them um, gold medal, silver, bronze, overall, even though it's stupid confusing. Um, and this is according to Google, I've got the Google homepage and can easily just click one more button if I wanted to see it on an uh, actual credential, but. As I said, Canada and Norway are tied for second with 12. And then you've got for ROC, which we got to touch on and why there's an ROC, but not what they actually are. Because, oh my gosh, this whole thing is kind of crazy cuz for those that don't know ROC was what
2: is Republic of China
1: no it's technically it's technically not Russia but it's Russia because Russia the Russia's name and flag got banned from the Olympics again from the fallout of doping scandals over the last decade in Russian sports.
2: But see, that's the part where it gets confusing. Because when they see ROC, they do merely think that's the uh, Re- Republic of China. That's the part that gets...
1: Confusing. Nope. It's the Russian Athletic Committee, Olympic Committee. Yeah. That's what it is. And I know why you thought that, but it's the Russian Olympic Committee. And that flag is to... And hopefully they are not doping to... I mean, the ban's nearly up. And I believe... Yeah, it's the last set of Olympic games that they have the ban on Russia as a country due to all the doping trials, as long as their athletes athletes stay clean. But we'll see. Because the restrictions expire... Come December, so before everything in summer 24, summer 2024.
2: Hmm. That's a good explanation.
1: Sorry about this, bro, but can you hear my background? Yeah. That's why I'm stopping.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we would have gotten trademark and copyrighted out the bazooka. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I do think 2024 is going to be an interesting year for Russia. But as of now, it's just ROC. It's just ROC and, yeah, still cleaning up at the Olympics is just no steroids and no dopamine. Mm. And then... Before we get into something overtly positive, we got an update on Ronda Rousey. Which, oh boy, her demands to come back to WWE were crazy. And here's who all she wanted on top of the Fox deal to be on SmackDown with her. Charlotte was number one. Because she wanted to work the match with Charlotte more than the match with Becky. She wants Natalia. She wants Marina and Jess. Marina and Shane. She said Marina and Shayna, but Marina has been gone, and she's done everything for AW, but got the graphic yet to start like her rise up the rankings, and then shayna and roddy so i'm like i think we know if that report that i was hearing from fightful is true i think we kind of know where after the break vengeance day is going to end up is that she wants if ronda wants roderick strong on smackdown with diamond Mind, they're going to build diamond Mind to the
2: moon Yes, because SmackDown needs some help. They definitely need some help.
1: Oh, my God. Why not? Both brands need some... Raw, SmackDown, and NXT need help in a different oh. creative flow.
2: No, Raw don't. They they have their stars, but they just don't know how to use them. Don't have True. Them.
1: But then you put three rookies, Roddy and Malcolm Bivens, Malcolm just to please ronda rousey okay okay that's what we're doing and then also brian brian danielson is now the second act to enter the 2022 of honor hall of fame so he will be joining the briscoes and there are still two more acts so it could be two more factions tag teams singles wrestlers to enter the ROH Hall of Fame this year which yeah I think a lot of people are like why y'all making a Hall why are you guys making a Hall of Fame when you have not secured anything to continue the company but it's whatever and then let's Kind of move it back a little bit and touch on a week of positivity, a limitless week of positivity for the big man, Keith Lee. As this past weekend, him and Yim had their Disney wedding to the dismay of Sean Benjamin. Thank you, McVoley, McFoley, for recognizing his moment and wrecking his little sister's wedding. But also, alongside the Bucksworth's nightmare, randomly debuting through the Forbidden Door, Keith Lee is now all leads.
2: And I have my points on that. So no. I feel like this feels a, a, a starting point towards Kenny Omega's return. Because with Jay White in there and the the robbery they had when Kenny Kenny Omega was four the-
1: years, bro, four years And every, and when Jay was starting, came back off excursion and was a prophet, basically calling his shot, and everything he said was right. Kenny was the first target. Kenny in the top in the. Dismay within the bullet club almost immediately. He beat him for the U.S. title, and almost immediately Jay said, Oh, yeah, as soon as I beat you for the title, your world is gonna crumble. And legit, second seconds later, Jay. As Jay was trying to celebrate with the U.S. title, Kenny tried to get his rematch while Hangman tried to get his first shot at a title, which led to um, Kenny and Hangman's storyline, which was like three and a half years deep. Oh, yeah, I remember the match because it's so pivotal. That match, AW wants to owe ROH a lot for their continuity. They owe Jay White a lot for their storytelling because the history between Hangman and Kenny – which is so weird, even though Adam Cole is clueless, started because Jay White in that U.S. title got between him and Hangman's friendship, which in turn led to the dissension between the Bucks, Cody, Hangman, Kenny, and four Angry Tongans. Am I
2: wrong? Nah, uh, because everything, like everything you mentioned, it's going to come full circle when uh, Kenny Omega returns. Like, you got I
1: mean, we're getting him and Adam most definitely a double or nothing because Cole's the one that brought, of all people, Jay White, which has been Kenny Omega's kryptonite. And... Kenny knows the last time Jay was in there, his world shattered.
2: But the and question you is You saw
1: it on his face slam anniversary last year when Jay showed up. Kenny basically went from celebrating a win over Sammy Callahan to a mute puppy in seconds. And yet the bullseye wasn't even on Kenny's head that night, it was on David Finley. <laughs>
2: But the question is that: Is it gonna be one on one, or are we gonna see a trio smash involving the Bucks and Kyle O'Reilly and, and Bobby Fish? Either
1: option is so good, but my thing with doing the Bucks and Red Dragon, I'd rather see. Depending on how, and this is the only time I'm actually interested in a Rampage storyline, and I'm watching Rampage because we very well could see a pair of angry, angry Tongan gorillas coming for the buck's neck. And obviously, GOD has no known just for jumping people randomly to get the shot they want. Think about how the fact we've got GOD versus the Good Brothers, and they set that match up by jumping – And they started the feud by jumping Jake something and Mike Bailey. (laughs) Hmm. And then calling out the Good Brothers on camera. You think they won't jump everybody in AEW just to get to the heads of the box. And you know who Jay wants. And that's the ghost that Kenny will not book. Adam Cole did what Vince wanted to do with the NWO. Adam Cole basically did again which is bring the poison to aw and he can act clueless as he wants that character knows what he's doing like the subtleties in the story tell you he knows he knows what he's doing
2: yeah it is a matter of time
1: revolutions in three weeks And considering Kenny recovered from a knee scope in six weeks back during that U.S. settle run, I'm like, yeah, he if they say Revolution or sometime in March, he will be there within the next month and a half because he has not really been doing anything COVID pending since November and he lost the title. So, yeah. And speaking of losing titles and injury recovery, we got a long injury list that we got to touch on. Mm. Because Jeff Cobb from the United Empire is out is out with a partial left patella rupture and lower leg strain, so he's going to be out for a while. I don't know why Dana White posted the photo. But Kamaru Usman is out with a torn ligament in his hand. But they say he's going to be back for International Fight Week for the Leon Edwards fight. Yeah. I'm just getting queasy thinking about the photo. But we'll move on. And Bradley Beal is out, out for the season for wrist surgery. And... Max Holloway, considering he had an undisclosed injury, is claiming he's cleared and wants to be an alternate in the April UFC 273 fight between the Korean Super Zombie versus Alexander Volonovsky for the featherweight title, which Volonowski just said you didn't, you pulled out due to an undisclosed industry indus, injury. Now you're back and you want to be an alternate, bro. You didn't want to take the fight. So that conversation is coming up right now, which that's all well and good, but we'll see. And speaking of 2022, I almost said 21 by a second, I had to pause. 2022 and the ufc one of my predictions came to fruition and is right because one of the women's mma rematches is happening title title champion versus champion as amanda Nunes and juliana peña amanda Nunes and juliana peña are the official coaches for the 30th season of the ultimate fighter which means coaches' site is Pena Nunez two, and
2: that will ha- and that will happen on May third, but but only on ESPN. You no, know the season. Yeah, it starts on May 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 third, but only on ES- ESPN plus.
1: That is going to be crazy. Yeah. So we're going to see that quarter th- three or quarter four this year, which. If anybody wants to say anything like, oh, why are championship fights holding up the rest of the division? Amanda cleaned it out. Just like if push come to shelves this weekend, there's no choice but to do round three because it is easy. And speaking of that, let's talk UFC 271. Previewed. With starting with Bobby the King Green versus Nazareth oh, sir I cannot pronounce names. I am sorry, and I am going Bobby the King Green, just off his work in Baltimore and everything. So that' enough said. And Kyler Phillips versus Bantamweight Kyler Phillips versus Marcelo Rojo. I'm going Marcelo Rojo. And then this is the big one that kind of sets up the future title shots, depending on what happens in the main. Jared Kennanier versus Derrick Bronson. Whitaker's beaten both. Izzy's only beating beating Derrick Bronson. So it is so if the main event is and still. Cannoneer would have to win this fight to be considered number one contender because Izzy's cleaned out the rest of the top, like, six. But if Bronson wins, oh, baby, it's up in the air, depending on if either outcome of the main event. Then, depending on what happens with Francis Zingano's knee, the co-main is two big boys that have knockout power. Derek Lewis and Tui Tuavasa. my goodness. And then finally, for the middleweight, undisputed middleweight title, you got Izzy defending against Robert Whitaker, the runback. And honestly, because Robert Whitaker has been going for more takedowns and and hitting more takedowns since the Adesanya fight than he has pre-Adesanya. And that is a kickboxer's weakness. You take them down, they can't do nothing. I'm going Whitaker. Who you got for the main event, man? Between Adesanya, the rematch between Adesanya and Whitaker for the title.
2: Well, I'm gonna run down like it, like you did for for Bobby Green and um. Sorry, I can't pronounce his uh, his name, but um, I'm definitely going with um. Well, 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 we not right uh, on this one. Uh, the, to win that, to win that bout. And then for the bantamweight fight between Kyler Phillips and, and Marco uh, Roger, I definitely have my money on, um, on Roger to win that fight. And then for the middleweight class, um, Jared uh, Connor versus Derek, Derek uh, I got uh, uh Derek winning that fight, winning that bout. And then the heavyweight fight with Derek Lewis and, and Tulsa. I did. I see Tulsa. Yeah, getting a win. And then the main event for the undisputed um, uh, middleweight title. Uh, I see uh, um, uh, uh, Izzy uh, we're winning that as well. Now, I hate going to break
1: with things and report. Things and reports on how we got to go to break. But we got to touch on the possible cancellation of Joe Rogan after Joe Rogan went full Terry Bollea on the JRE. However, Spotify will still air the Joe Rogan experience. And if you don't know who Terry Belay is, Hulk Hogan. I'm going to let you go ahead.
2: Bruh, I don't know what to say, but.
1: Yeah, there's. I have no words. I have no words. Yeah, there's things we won't even say because we know. Things I don't even want to. Words or phrases that I don't want to put on there and I on here because I know we'd get flagged. So for stuff like that to just pop up and Joe Rogan's been doing that and working with African-Americans for the longest, I'm just like, bruh. Yeah. I don't know what to think about that, but it's every which way. And anything can happen. But speaking of anything can happen, we saw an NXT Vengeance Day we're going over. And we're still got some gaming piracy we've got to talk about. We will be right back and see y'all in five.
0: Stay far. Their insurance company mission is to help manage the risk of everyday life, recover from the unexpected and realize their dreams. We are people who make it our business to be like a good neighbor, who built the premier company by selling and keeping promises through our marketing partnership, who brings diverse talents and experiences to our work of serving the, the State Farm customer. Our success is built on a foundation of shared values, quality service and relationships, mutual trust, integrity and financial strength. Our vision for the future is to be the customer's first and best choice in products and services we provide. We will continue to be the leader in the insurance industry, and we will become a leader in the financial services arena. Our customers' needs will determine our path. Our values will guide us. Stay far, a good company to come to, and also to be like a good neighbor.
1: just like that. We're back and I needed the wu after that. I don't know about you, but how are you doing, Trico?
2: Yeah, we need wu for that and like then going back to we got all the negatives out of the way and let's go back to some more positive.
1: You say we got all the negatives out of the way. Have you looked at the rest of the script? How we're ending the show?
2: Uh, Damn, I forgot about that. But, uh, you, but, 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 but you are but, a
1: content creator, and you did not read the scripts on, and you think we're out the positives. Uh, you think the rest of the show is going to be positive, and you didn't read
2: the last of it. I totally I forgot. Try I try to like, shuffle it, but damn, like, I was like, damn. uh we still got to talk about this too. We still got to talk about this too. This too. But uh, let's uh let's move on. But let's get into our to the last topic before we get into that. NXT
1: Vengeance Day next Tuesday
2: on Sci Fi. This I don't understand. Why this had to be on a? Why this had to be a special episode, and why not a pay per view? I mean, on W Network. Why? Why? You mean
1: Peacock? Yeah.
2: I don't know.
1: And they've already botched what Vengeance Day is with a money make. It last year they did this exact special, and it was UE's breakup. Legit the day before Val. I think either the day of or the day before Valentine's Day last oh, year.
2: No, last year it was on Valentine's Day. What?
1: And break up your biggest action. The storyline. After that was so bad, because everybody was checked out, basically. Because Cole left, Kyle left, Bobby was injured, and Roddy was just there. And speaking of Roddy, Dusty Cup final, who becomes number one contenders for the tag titles between, for the men's tag team championships, MSK going a repeat, or... The Cree Brothers of Diamond
2: Mind. I think it's gonna be MSK just because of the shop story like the shop.
1: Both have reasons to want to rip the heads off Fabier, Fabian and Eichner, and moving on, but I don't know what which direction it will go. Keep some continuity. And try and bring star power, which they desperately need, from the main roster with Riddle, or because you have to build them up to actually put them on the main roster with Ronda, as we touched on earlier. Go the Creed Brothers. So, slight edge to the Creed Brothers.
2: Hmm. But well, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Yeah.
1: NXC North American Championship. I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's kind of kind of dry. Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes. Hayes.
2: Yeah. As much as I want uh, I I people are going for Cameron Grimes, but uh I think Kamalo 2. Hayes
1: 2.0 versus
2: 1.0. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come, come, come out my uh, and Kamalo Hayes is the is uh, doing good doing good. Yeah, he's been doing great lately for me. So come If you ahead. just
1: get rid of Trick Williams, it's the perfect gimmick. But obviously, they're not going to go into. Then you've got Gigi and JC defending the NXT Women's Tag Titles against Indy Hartwell and Persia Pirata. I'm going to say a slight edge to Indy and Persia just because you can't have Toxic be over... Like, overruling, and you don't have other tag teams. I because think I,
2: whoever takes the belts, whoever wins the Dusty Cup from the women's side is going to win the t- titles from Totson's Attraction.
1: You know they're going to be in the tournament, so... Okay. So you think they survive Vengeance Day and then we find out, hopefully soon find out, who is going to be in the women's racket
2: yeah what and oh
1: ambrose asylum clockwork orange weaponized steel cage match pete dunn versus tony d'angelo tony d'angelo
2: well wait a minute we can't really call ambulance uh, because the amateurs you we, we probably ain't gonna see no dumb tats like they did last time all of this is going to be like weapons that Pete Dunn just put in the ring, and that's it. Put it in the
1: ring. You never know. This show's been that wacky. So I don't even
2: know what to say. But I see um, Tony D'Angelo winning this, and then Pete Dunn goes to the main roster. Yeah,
1: because him and Champ already dyed their hair like back. And apparently Pete Dunn's been using the baby face. Older, the original Bruiserweight theme on the main, oh, not wow. the remix.
2: Well, T- Tommaso Ciampa is now in a feud with Dolph Ziggler right now with the whole social media thing with Braun Breaker. Which
1: is so stupid. Speaking of Braun Breaker, I think it's pretty cut and dry he's being Santos because they do not care for Legato.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, because uh, Santos is a Triple H project, so that's not happening. Ron triple part.
1: H and Triple A.
2: Hmm. But two double triples on that. But double triples on
1: that. Okay. Do you want to talk about Nintendo being crazy or do you want to talk about Seafood?
2: Let's go with C4 first.
1: So you want to end on the you? You want to end the show on a bad note?
2: No, let's go with the EO first. No, let's go on
1: the EO first. I was about to say, no. you want to end on the worst note that I probably has. No, I
2: was, I was messing with you. Let's start with the eel first.
1: Okay, so when I say this, is YouTube copyright claims and Nintendo piracy because YouTuber Gilva Center Re- received over 3,500 copy art claims in 48 hours from Nintendo and deleted his entire channel. And what... Why we're specifically targeting and touching on a YouTuber and saying it's YouTube? Because Gilva Center was posting Nintendo Nintendo soundtracks on YouTube which... Did you hear about Gilbert Center before this? Yeah. Yeah, and he was known just for posting video game soundtracks for uh, reposting since especially Nintendo, they don't have a catalog backed up on Spotify, on iTunes, or anything like that. So, you have to almost essentially, if you're wanting to listen to any Nintendo, spin the Ooh, I don't even want to know amount of money on the sound, the CD, like the disc to get the soundtrack or find it on YouTube. So Gilbert center kept downloading, kept downloading and received 3,500 in one day earlier that he received 70 at one point in one night, which is nuts. So, yeah, now, do you think, like, I understand, like, the whole copyright, and Nintendo's definitely in the right. I'm not saying what he did was, what this whole case is, is wrong, because it's legally right, and legally, in Nintendo's right, to copyright strike anybody that just upright repurposes their content for, I don't even want to say monetary gain, because I don't know just for whatever. But yeah. For them to just target one YouTuber specifically and just destroy like a channel when you don't release OSCs. Oh, Namco, I know, releases their soundtracks. Same thing with Microsoft and a lot of others, but na- like Nintendo does not release video game soundtracks for the end of me whatsoever. So, yeah. I'm 50-50. Thoughts? I don't know
2: what to think.
1: Yeah. But do you think all video games should release their soundtracks?
2: Or no, yeah, they should have sound. They, they they've been doing this for a while, so I don't know what's the uh, the difference.
1: Nah, Nintendo just hasn't. Like mm-hmm. I've rarely seen it. I could look up Nintendo on, on Spotify right now and not see too many soundtracks. But I legit have seen and have followed Namco's because I play a lot of Namco games. And then, obviously, 2K has playlists of the bazooka for all their stuff. But Nintendo, when it comes to stuff, it's literally just voice chats. And you rarely, like, people have to legit make their own playlists to get it. It's nothing from the direct source on any streaming platform to get listen to the music. So I'm not saying do it illegally, but we gotta find some other ways to, to listen to. Heck, I still prefer V video game OSTs rather than traditional music, in a sense, because you cannot tell me soy sauce, soy sauce for geese, and Mike Gordon's "I'm Back" from a Kale Killer Instinct are not bops.
2: Mm.
1: Converted a lot of music out right now. But yeah. Any other thoughts before we say the last little bit of headline and positive before we end this week?
2: Yeah. All the other details that we discuss uh, um, on this episode uh, that uh, pertains to uh, technology to news talk, I'll have more information on there as well.
1: Which would be the Super Bowl. Yes. And finally, Sifu's out, which essentially marsha- a combat martial arts fighter that you kind of start out as a young um, I don't even say teenager, but you start out at 20 as a baby and unfortunately they do the same thing that The Last of Us 2 did, which was have you play and empathize with the main villain and kill a part of your protagonist's family. Just like Ellie watched Abby kill Joel, your character is watching One of the main villains kill your father as a child. And then it fast forwards up to you at age 20. And of course you're learning and growing as you get older. And as you die you get older. You revive yourself by gaining it. Like growing up. Like oh, hey, I'm 30 right now. I die. I come back to 31. That essentially is one of the mechanics. And then you learn skills as the way. It's a pretty interesting concept. Like to the point where IGN gave it a 9 out of 10 and X-Flight gave it a 4 out of 5. So I'm like, pretty intriguing concept. But obviously next week is the start of everything that we see and we've been hyping up as freaking KOF 15 drops next week. Actually, yeah, next week it drops. And then you've still got 2K22, which that's dropping in March, not sponsored. And they actually released announced officially and confirmed more characters which thank you god because i'm like why have you not announced the full roster reveal so i confirmed actually somebody that has not even been into any of the advertising in the trailers so yo shirai is actually in the game thank goodness which i was like oh boy EO, Carmella, and they gave her her rating. Then, Alexa's kind of in there. Alexa listening. yeah, it's crazy. I'm just going to be bent out of shape next week, and I think you know why, Trico. But until then, much love and two fingers. We
0: out.